Greetings and salutations. This is the way. Get in, loser. We're going shopping. I am your father. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. And that's all I have to say about that. Greetings and salutations, everyone, and welcome to Into the Movie Talk with me, Allie. Yes, my name is Allie, and today we're going to get into a very epic podcast episode, which is all about The Mandalorian. So, if you guys have not seen The Mandalorian, especially that season finale, get out of here, watch the season, watch that episode, and then come back because we are going to get very deep into this spoiler, what happened, how I feel about it kind of thing. So let's dive in into the movie talk. So I know what you're thinking. The Mandalorian is not a movie, but it it is canon. So it does have to, you know, it has connections between the Star Wars movies, the Star Wars shows. So we're going to get into it. Um, So let's talk about, first of all, this experience with the spoiler rule. If you don't know what the spoiler rule is, here it is. You cannot post anything in social media with spoilers until Monday. So Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, we are giving people enough time to catch up because I know not everyone can wake up and watch it. But, you know, some people ignored that rule. So I that's why you saw me on social media. If you don't follow me, it's Talk With Ali on Twitter. I was telling people to get off social media if you guys have not seen these this amazing season finale because it is mind-blowing. It was the most bl- mind-blowing season finale I've ever seen. So let's start off talking about this episode. So we are actually going to be dividing this in three different parts, which is uh, the review of the season for The Mandalorian and also the review for the season finale specifically. Uh, Then we're going to get into this drama that is going on, you know, uh, behind the scenes of the show. We don't really know uh, what's going to happen after. Is there going to be a season three? Is the season three, even though it's not really... The Mandalorian, uh, the book of Boba Fett, is kind of sort of a replacement for season three. We're going to get into that. And then the third topic, I'm going to say my top five highlights of the season. So let's get into it. So let's start off with the very uh, first part of the first topic, which is the season finale. So the season finale was actually... Um, directed by Peyton Reed. Peyton Reed, let's just say he has directed all Ant-Man movies, which are great. He has also directed Yes Man, and I think even the, the most shocking part is he directed Bring It On, so he just went from Bring It On to this awesome season finale. He also directed the episode The Passenger, uh, which is the one with the frog lady, the whole... Uh, adventure which I think in my opinion I know some people disagree with me but my opinion it was the weakest episode of the whole season it's not bad it's just out of all of them it would probably be the last one (laughs) so 
that's what I think of it. But he nailed the season finale. I don't know if it was his plan. I don't know whose idea was it to have this surprise guest at the end of the episode. But that was mind-blowing. So let's start from the beginning. I think I love the interaction between Bo-Katan and Casca Reeves, which is the character that Sasha Banks uh, plays, versus Boba Fett. I love the fact that Sasha Banks was able to show off her wrestling moves. Uh, That was great. Um, You know, Boba Fett, I love the representation. We'll get into Boba Fett later, but that was really great to see. Um, But I think it wasn't... So it was the best finale... This episode was the best finale, but it's not the best episode. You know, um, I'm not going to say it started off weak. It wasn't a weak episode whatsoever, but there were better episodes, you know, from beginning to end. But the ending was amazing. (laughs) Like, I'll say it straight off the bat. It was an amazing ending. Um, But not the best episode. Not the best, like, full-on from beginning to end episode. Um... You know, it it was kind of, I don't want to say slow. I think slow is not the right word. Um, I think it was more of like we were waiting for something big to happen. And it wasn't happening. And it was literally like in the last two minutes of the episode that I was like, whoa. But it was worth it. At the end of the day, waiting all of those 40 minutes to finally see what we saw. And that episode was worth it to me. And I don't care. <laughs> um, but, you know, seeing... Here's... We're going to get into it. We're going to get into it. So seeing, you know, the X-Wing, I was like, wait a minute. Who flies that X-Wing? Who's flying that X-Wing? I first thought it was um, this character. I forgot who it was. That wasn't... In the episode of The Passenger, I was just like, oh, maybe he comes back. The one that was originally in the Star Wars movie. I just can't think of the name right now. Oh, my God. And then for a second, I was like, okay, he's coming. So then Ahsoka's coming. So then, you know, the rest of the characters are all going to unite at the end. And we're going to save Grogu, whatever. But then I saw the hood. I straight up knew it was Luke Skywalker. But I was like, at the at that time, I was like, no way. No way. And then it was like, boom, boom, boom. And then you saw the hand. You saw one hand was, was with a glove. And I'm like, that has to be Luke Skywalker. And I was still freaking, I was like, not 100% sure. But I was like, that has to be. And, and, you know, he was using the force and, 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 and using his lightsaber and everything. And then he got there and he took off his hood and I yelled. My mom came into the room. She was like, are you okay? What is wrong? What's going on? I'm like, mom, come here, Luke Skywalker. And the score at the very same time all of this was happening it was, I cried, 
I even posted on Twitter, um, like when I rewatched it with my dad, he texted my dad, hey, don't you dare watch this episode without me. I need to watch it with you. I need to see your reaction. And he did. He he waited and I rewatched it and I put a picture of like my tears. And it was just, I think, here's how I describe that ending. Hope. This whole thing about the Skywalker saga is about hope. And we got that feel. We got that feel of like, wow, finally. <laughs> finally, a Jedi is coming in. Not just any Jedi. Luke Skywalker coming in to save Grogu. And I was like, man, this is what it feels like to have hope and everything. Huh? So, yes. that I, Sorry, I know I skipped through Moff Gideon and and Mando's like fight. I need to get it to get to that. Um, but I just I was mind blown. And someone I I don't remember who posted this in their in, in Facebook or Twitter. I don't remember. But they were like, this is when fan service goes right. Because I mean I I was entertained with Rise of Skywalker. At the end of the day, I love all the movies. I don't hate any of them. But I do admit that there were some there was some kind of fan service there that just didn't work. But this time, it's like this is how you do fan service. Right? So because I was watching videos and I think an awesome YouTuber called John Campia, he was like, I don't know. I don't think we'll get um he does this really awesome thing where he like puts uh, survival chances for each character or you know that's in the past movies and this time he did like for the Jedi which Jedi is going to appear like the chances and I don't think Luke was that high I don't remember but we got him <laughs> we got him and I you know the CGI wasn't perfect but I don't care I don't care because it was great and I cried, I was like, Grogu, don't go. But at the same time, you need to go, bud. And seeing Pedro Pascal's face. <sighs> I don't know why that makes me so happy. All, like, the two times that I got to see his face in this season, I was like, hi. Hi, Pedro. How are you? So, yeah, let's go back. Sorry, I just couldn't wait to get into that topic. Um... I liked, I loved uh, the fight scene between Moff Gideon and the Mandalorian. I think, even though it wasn't like a legit lightsaber fight because there was only one and then the other part was the Beskar, um, it was a lightsaber fight that I've been waiting to see. Uh, something about the sequels of um, this movie, these movies that have been... Uh, coming out, you know, Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, and Rise of Skywalker, I feel like what has been missing is the epic lightsaber fights. There's no memorable one, in my opinion. I think the best lightsaber fights are, well, number one is actually Revenge of the Sith. And then the second one is Phantom Menace with uh, Darth Maul and... 
um, and oh my god, I forgot the names. Oh my god, Obi Wan and Qui Gon Jinn. There we go. Sorry, I'm blanking out. And that's something we've been missing for a while. And even though it was Beskar, it's it was close. It wasn't bad. It wasn't like the choreography was actually good. So I appreciate that, you know. Um, but yes, that is kind of sort of it because I know what you guys want me to talk about was like the actual ending, but we'll get to that later. So, so that is it for the final episode review. Now we're going to get into the, the full season review, which I feel that it's a lot shorter because... I just, I feel like I generalized it a little bit. Here are my thoughts of season two of The Mandalorian. A hundred times better than the first season. I feel like it was amazing when it came to the story, when it came to the action. But there was one problem with it, I feel like. And it was the fact that all the concentration went on to... All of these characters that they're planning to do spin-offs on. And the Mandalorian, like, it's he's just there trying to help Grogu. But I feel like if there's a... I don't know. It's, it's like... Even then, they didn't leave a storyline opened for a season three of The Mandalorian. Except that Bo-Katan and... and Mando have to get into battle for, you know, the the dark lightsaber. But other than that, there's not much that we're looking forward to for a third season. Even though I love Pedro Pascal and I actually wanted like a, you know, a a, a storyline to be, you know, teased for a third season for him. There's nothing. You can literally leave it like that and be like, whatever. It's fine. That that could be the end of season two or The Mandalorian, period. And I'm just like, Pedro Pascal deserves better, but it has to do what we believe or what some people believe is that it has to do with this behind the scenes drama. Okay guys, so I've re-recorded this second topic. The second topic is or was supposed to be, you know, the drama behind the scenes of, um, you know, uh, with, with Pedro Pascal, uh, season three of The Mandalorian, Boba Fett, which by the way, I forgot to talk about, that end credit scene was 10 out of 10. That is the best, you know, spin-off announcement I've ever seen. It's great. It's awesome. They go back to Tatooine, Jabba's palace, and then, you know, Boba Fett is like, I'm taking the throne here, bichachos. So, <laughs> so yeah. Um, but anyways, so here is the drama that was going on. But some of the things were clarified today, Monday. So I was like, you know what? I have to re-record. Um, because literally two hours ago, 
No one knew what was going on. No one knew if Boba Fett was going to be a replacement for season three. But, you know, John Favreau, Favreau, he went to Good Morning America and clarified some stuff. So here we are going to talk about it. So what was the drama before? So here's what's up. The drama before was mostly um, a YouTuber, and she is a critic, uh, a movie critic. Her name is Grace Randolph. So she kind of sort of said there was drama behind the scenes. Um, now, before I get into it, I think whether she was right or she was wrong, because we don't know. We don't really know what's going on. It's like her, the hate that she receives, it's a little bit unfair. Because she has proven she has great sources, like most of the time, and then there's sometimes where she gets it wrong. But here's what people don't really understand. Is that when things like this come out to the public, like there's drama going on behind the scenes, and this includes Lucasfilm, right? They will do everything they can to cover it up because it's all about PR and you're talking about the biggest show in like on the planet right now. They don't need, they don't need bad publicity, you know, especially with everything that with John Boyega, they don't need any more, right? So... So this was the original story. The original story was that Grace Randolph, um, you know, she mentioned that one of her sources told her that there was something that Pedro Pascal did not agree with. He told the directors, he told the producers, and everyone was like, no, like, we can't do that, whatever. And then he went up to Lucasfilm because he was mad and then you know they were like okay we we're gonna like we're not gonna let you do that and he out of nowhere left the set this she said this I think early September I think like right before right before the what's it called um right before the season premiere she was saying this and you know there was there were also like some things wrong with the trailer that there was it was supposed to come out one night and then it didn't um because there were there were there were problems with the trailer itself so at first it was like oh it kind of adds up and then John Favreau said the following he was like well there's going to be some episodes that concentrate in other um in other characters so we were like whoa this matches. What is going on? And then we saw the season. Um, and I think a lot of people were interested in the finale just to see, like, is there going to be a season three? Are they, are they going to kill off um, Mando itself? But no. <laughs> He's still pretty much alive. And people were like, huh, so I guess it's not true then. And then John Favreau clarified that what he meant by the shift in the season 
uh, of like focus on the character was mostly, you know, with the Mandalorian there and also, you know, just to focus on the characters for the spin-offs. And I'm like, that makes sense, you know, but then I think about it this way. When it comes to public relations, how do you explain this? When it comes to public relations, they don't want any bad press. They don't want any bad publicity. So, of course, they will do everything to, you know, um, hide it. Or sometimes things change. So, which is why I'm, like, not dismissing it 100%. Um, you know, especially now. They don't need bad publicity now with the biggest show on the planet. Um, apparently, at first, it was about not wearing the helmet Grace Randolph said, um, you know, apparently it was bigger, but I'm not going to get into it, which I kind of disagree. Like, you can't post this if you don't want to get into it. Um, but yeah, so let's, let's focus on what was the drama and why I had to re-record this. So apparently people were like, wow, so they're filming Boba Fett right now. And it's going to release December 2021. Okay. Why is that sketchy? Because normally, during this time, this is where they film The Mandalorian. So people are like, um, so does this mean we're not going to have a season three of The Mandalorian? But this morning, John Favreau, Confirmed there's going to be a season three. Um, so I guess things worked out or it wasn't true. Um, so, you know, I, at first, the first recording was more like, okay, so this is the drama. We don't know what's going to happen. The second recording was like, we might find out tomorrow. But, you know, so if none of this, you know, if he dismisses all of this, probably, you know, untrue. And let's just, you know, think about it as a rumor and just enjoy the tea. But I feel like I needed to clarify it. So I made sure to re-record today. And yeah, that is pretty much the drama. We are getting a season three. I don't know how they're going to continue it. Um, later I have a question regarding that, which I'll answer, uh, more specifically. But they did not really leave a story open for The Mandalorian. So, does that mean they were still kind of, like, in negotiations of, like, season three or not? I don't know. We're gonna have to see. But... Regardless of if it's true or not true, I'm happy we're getting a third season. I'm happy that we're keeping Pedro Pascal. Because Pedro Pascal, I feel like everyone loves him. Everyone's on his side. People love him. And if he's not back, there's going to be chaos. I feel like people will be mad because we have already fallen in love with this guy. Are you kidding me? So, yeah, so that's it for our second topic. So let's get into our third and final topic. Oh my god, I sound like John Campia. 
let's get into our third topic. So for our final topic, we are actually going to get into the highlights of the season, which were my favorite parts. Um, you can actually, if you want to share your highlights for the season, you can tweet at me, uh, talk with Ali on Twitter, and then we can discuss it. I love it because I feel like everyone's highlights are different. So I'll start with mine. So let's get into our number five. We're going to start five, four, three, two, one. I feel like my number five is actually seeing Pedro Pascal removing his helmet in the episode of The Believer. Um, I don't know why. I feel like every time I see his face, it makes me so happy. I was like, I missed you, Pedro. (laughs) I was like, finally seeing your face. I don't know why. It just made me so happy to just see his face. Um, you know, especially even though, you know, the, the, the Mandalorian needs to keep his helmet on at all times. So it's understandable, you know, so that one time or twice, actually, I think the first time was more like, (gasps) Pedro. So yeah, that is actually my number five. I don't know why it just made me so happy. I wanted to tweet about it, but I couldn't because spoilers, you know, the spoiler rule. So number four, it was another moment that actually made me really happy. And it was the cutest moment, I think, from the whole season, which was Frog Lady uh, seeing her husband finally after that whole journey in the second episode of... um, the Mandalorian and the third one, it began, they arrived, and she just ran to her husband. And it was like the cutest moment I feel for the whole season. Everyone fell in love with Frog Lady, even though in my opinion, that was the weakest episode, the the second episode, the whole journey with the Frog Lady, but that third episode made it all worth it to me. So, okay. Then, number three. And maybe, I, I like, I feel that no one really talked about it. But when I heard it, I was like, hell yeah. It was Boba Fett's uh, releasing the seismic, seismic, I never know how to pronounce that. But from his ship, from the slave one, I was like, oh my god, he finally did it. I don't know why that sound is so satisfying to me. Like, just him releasing it, and then that, like, one second of silence, and it's like, boom. It was, I was like, he did it! That's what I was waiting for! So, that is my number three. I know, like, I'm going, you know, very short sentences and very straight to the point with this one. But, yeah, it's just, I just, I just feel like I I, I get it, like, get everything out, like, straight up straight to the point so number two i feel like it was number one for a while for everyone i think it was seeing ahsoka tano for the first time because they did an amazing job even though i was like can they show her already i want to see her face i want to see what she looks like they waited until that episode to show what she looked like and it was everything we wanted and more 
I think Rosario Dawson was the perfect casting. And just in case you guys didn't know, they actually weren't considering her until the fan casting started for Rosario Dawson. And she was perfect. I think that is literally the perfect casting. So, I think you know what my number one is. My number one is seeing Luke Skywalker. I feel like that whole scene of seeing the X-Wing and then wondering who is that and then seeing him with the robe and then seeing like the, I was like, heck yes. And then him taking off his hood. I was like, I'm happy. Hope. There's hope. Grogu is going to be okay because it's Luke Skywalker, even though he's probably going to be killed year killed years later by Kylo Ren. But, oh man, I ruined it, didn't I? I was like, hope oh, that he's going to be killed. Um, but yes, I was actually, that was my number one moment. I feel like, as I said before, they actually did the fan service right. It was perfect. And they pulled it off. And the CGI, I feel like a lot of people are complaining about the CGI, but at the same time, what do you expect? <laughs> this is what Mark Hamill looked 40 years ago or more. And you guys are complaining that it's not good enough. It's actually great for, you know, for like under the circumstances. That was amazing. That's actually better than... The CGI used for Leia Skywalker. Did I just say Leia Skywalker? That sounds so weird. Leia Organa, um, when she was doing the Jedi training. And I think even better than, than um, the Leia in Rogue One. I think that was perfect. It was, I loved it. I loved it. So that is it for the highlights. I try to make it short. Okay, so let's get into the questions. I have one question from Dan Mayer saying, really curious where they're going to take the series story in season three. So, you know, considering what I said, it, it's, they kind of did not leave a story open for season three for us to get excited over things. Um, the only story that was, um, left open was Bo-Katan versus Mandalorian. So my theory is that they're now going to, there's now going to be more Mandalorians in the show and it's going to be like a, a, a showdown. It's going to be focused on who takes the throne for the Mandalore. Um, that is the only thing that I can think of because they, you know, we've been focused on Grogu for the longest time. So it's just, it's, I don't know. I, I have no idea unless th they might start something new. They might start a new conflict, but I think that that's where they're going to do it. It's all about the, the throne of the Mandalore and everything. So, I mean, they might bring Bo-Katan back 
for this show. I mean, they have to if if that's what they're going to focus on, especially since that's the only uh, plot that was left open to explore in future seasons. So we're going to have to wait and see. <laughs> so, okay, next person. Is the medallion Kara uh, was given going to be of relevance later, do you think? And he actually sent a really cool picture that he made of the actual medallion. And it was by at Sean underscore Boone. Thank you for the question. Um, so. So if you guys didn't know, there's actually uh, one of the spinoffs called Rangers of the New Republic. Uh, which is, you know, um, it's, it's a spinoff directly from The Mandalorian. And... Cara Dune could have a really huge role here. Um, but there's things going on also. Um, I wouldn't really say behind the scenes is kind of public. Uh, where the actress uh, has been posting, you know, um, uh, transphobic comments. Uh, and Disney doesn't really like that. So they're kind of saying to her, you know, according to the rumors that she needs to apologize if she wants a role in the spinoff because at the end of the day, Cara Dune is actually a really interesting character and she's really good and the actress does a really good job with her character. But, you know, Disney cannot handle, you know, having someone transphobic in the team and especially if they're going to give her a really big role for the Rangers of the New Republic. So, you know, I think it's really up to the actress because I feel that the, the character itself could go a long way. Um, but well, we're, we're just going to have to see, you know, um, but that's just me. So last question by Marco Santiago. He said, the, he asked the following, do you think we'll see Grogu in future seasons? <sighs> I wish. I think that's what we all want. I think. I don't know if he's going to be like a main plot because like I feel that by bringing in Luke Skywalker that's it like he's good to go. Maybe we'll see him one day like oh he's visiting you know Pedro Pascal I mean the Mandalorian is visiting Grogu and um you know we'll see. There is, I mean, there is a theory he does die and, you know, Kylo Ren kills everyone and he's part of that group of people that dies, that is murdered by Kylo Ren. So, I mean, yeah, I wish I we could see him again. I hope this is the end, but I mean, if it's, if it's the end for sure, I think it's okay to leave it that way. I think it was explored. I think his story was told um correctly like you know um so we'll see what happens <laughs> so that is it for my second episode um it was a really fun one to do i am a star wars fan so you know thank you for joining i know i'm still getting the hang of this i've never really done a podcast but you know this is pretty fun and i just want to give a huge uh, shout out to two podcasts actually um, I want to give a huge shout out to Please Stand Clear of the Podcast. Um, they're awesome. If you love theme parks, especially Disney 
Um, they're an awesome podcast to uh, listen to because they have like really fun conversations relating to the po- to to the parks. And also, Hung Up on Theme Parks is another podcast that I'm giving a shout out to. You know, those two uh, podcasts, um, they have been really supportive since the start. So I want to thank you guys so much. (laughs) Um, And I also want to thank everyone else for listening. Um, I know there are people who support me on Twitter. um, And that makes me really happy. That's why I'm happy to be doing this. I'm happy to be editing. So that is all I got to say about that. You know, just like Forrest Gump. But that's fine. All right, guys. Please give me five stars. Subscribe on YouTube. Talk with Allie. Uh, Subscribe to my podcast. Follow me on Twitter. Talk with Allie. And I will see you next time. Thank you so much, guys. Have a great, awesome, possum day.